the podcast coach for November 29th, 2014. Let's get ready to podcast. Oh, there it is. Happy, fun, funky music to get you going on a Saturday morning. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcasting questions answered live right here and now. I am Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com and joining me right over there, the one, the only Jim Collison from the average guy TV. How are you, Mr. Collison? I am doing well. Although Dave, uh, it looks like we forgot to embed the YouTube player at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Well, I was doing the whole uh, that IX player thing. Oh, really? Because right now I'm seeing podcast review show, the real wealth show that's up there. So we got the video working, which is great. We got the phones working, which is awesome. There we go. Ending in 9118. You're on with Dave and Jim. Uh, what's your name and what's your question? Happy Thanksgiving, Dave. This is Fred Castaneda. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Dave. Yes. I sent you an email. I just had two quick questions because I'm trying to get a couple of people that are just starting to get into podcasting. They're very novice. And I told them about this show and that their questions can get answered, and I wanted to do a proof of concept form. Uh, they have, in this case, new podcast badge artwork for the show. Not, not for the episode, but for the show. Okay. And they want to replace it with what they currently have now, which they launched a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. So the question is, how do you replace it, and can you show them on the screen so they can look at it? Um, I can do that on the screen. Let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. First, I have to have a screen. Okay, let's do this. Uh, let me go back to that. It's actually, the, the big key to this is whatever you are naming your um, podcast or whatever you name the, the file. So I'm going to do a quick screen share. Let's see. I think that is, you'll, you'll see at this point the... Let me know when that comes up, Jim. Yeah, there we go. I see it. Um, yep. what uh, would, it's still blank. For, there we go. Okay. What you would do is let's say you use PowerPress. Um, now, I'm not sure. Yeah, right now, uh, doggone it. Lucky me, I pulled up a, uh, a website that isn't using PowerPress. Um, let me see. What you want to do is where, where you have it listed. I'll pull up the school of podcasting.com here real quick. Um, Actually, the School of Podcasting isn't using PowerPress either. They're using the Libsyn feed. Um, and the, uh, you know what, I, the school, the, yeah, is everybody confused now? If you get out your scorecards, the, uh, here we go. Um, I'm using podcast channels for Ask the Podcast Coach, which I do plan on moving the feed from the School of Podcasting to Ask the Podcast Coach just because it's confusing. Um, all right, so when I go into this, you will see where it, in PowerPress, there's two, two tabs when you go under settings. Um, and one is for iTunes, which is all your information about the show. And then one is artwork. And you'll just click on, I want to upload a new image. Now, here's the key. It has to be at least 1,400 by 1,400. I would recommend at this point 20, I always forget the, it's um, 2048 by 2048, I believe is the new maximum spec. Uh, JPEG. Don't worry about uh, PNGs at this point. It adds more headache to it. But the thing you want to do is if it's called, let's say your album artwork is named showartwork.jpg and you get a new one made, don't name it showartwork.jpg. You want to call it showartwork2 or something that's an obvious difference. And then you would just click on upload a new image. You'd go and find it and upload it and then just be sure to save your changes and then you'll see down here in PowerPress, they also recommend that you have one 300 by 300. And that goes with your actual feed. I'm not sure where that shows up exactly, but different places where your feed is shown, it'll show that little baby um, sized one. But the, the key to that one is just give it a new name. Don't give it the exact same name as your old one, because then iTunes will look at that and go, oh, I've already got it. And it won't update. Uh, the other thing in general, okay. the other thing I always say in general about um iTunes and artwork, bring your patience because I've seen it, you know, update overnight. I've seen it take four or five days. And the answer is, nah, it's it's Apple. They're working on it. So. Okay. What about the Mark Marin theme? What's what? What about the, if they use a theme like Mark Marin's theme? Um, I would again say whatever you're using to make your RSS feed. So. Okay. If, if that's PowerPress, it's PowerPress. If it's 
Libsyn, then you would go into your um, settings under Libsyn. If, if I, I need to send a, a note to uh, Robin and um, Crystal and all those folks, Libsyn has a weird thing where they have settings for their directory and then in a different place they have settings for iTunes. They need to make a one-size-fits-all for that because it is somewhat not majorly confusing, but it's a little confusing when you're putting when you're using the Libsyn feed. It's a little like it, now to their credit, they say right in big bold letters, you know, this is not the description for iTunes. It's over here, so they tell you what to do. But I'm like, you know, put them in the same place. But if if you okay. were using Libsyn, you would go into Libsyn, whatever you're using to make your feed, go into that space where it has your artwork. And just upload the new one and click save. Okay. Uh, last question that I have is, are you going to give an update on the NMX 2015 speaker session? Uh, as I said, well, the good news is um, most of them have been um, submitted for approval. Um, they'll start announcing them soon. And that's my update. <laughs> <laughs> So, right. so, so really, Thank you very much. yeah, you'll, you'll know, Fred, um, I'll, I'll try to hit you after, uh, after I, cause I, there are certain things I can say publicly and certain things I can't cause we're, we have a certain launch pattern that we're following and I, I cannot spill beans. Okay. The chronology no of communication. Right. Yes. Yeah. Dave. So when no you, Hey Fred, okay. thanks for calling in. Okay. Thanks, Fred. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You bet. Hey, when you're so when you're posting, so what you guys were talking about, if I put my album art in there, that's going to be the main album art that's going to show up on your subscription. When I subscribe to it on iTunes, that's the album art that I'm going to subscribe to. If I embed a different piece of album art in the MP3 itself, right, and I post that, will that not show up differently in the feed? Not as the main, not as the main header album art, but under the the actual show will that not be able to differentiate it? It depends on the player. Um, okay, but in iTunes specific, iTunes. I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts. Okay. I, I know in the on the podcast app it doesn't. It uses it draws from the the thing. Now the thing I was talking with uh, Crystal from Libsyn is they were saying now that that fourteen hundred by fourteen hundred minimum is also going if you because you can put like the uh, the No Agenda show changes their artwork. Every single episode. And I would love to know how they do that. But I want to, and I asked Crystal and she said, well, realize you have to use 1400 by 1400 because I used to do like 300 by 300 because it's just going to show up on your phone anyway. And that may cause problems with, uh, with Apple. If you have any image that's under 1400 by 1400 and some people were saying their episodes weren't showing up because they had this, you know, specific um, coded image for their uh, episode. And for whatever reason, um, that episode would not show up. So it seems to cause a bit of a headache at times. So I went, you know what? I don't need my artwork to change on every episode. That's that's okay. It is eye-catching. And I know like for some of the yeah. services like Mixcloud and Spreaker and, and uh, Mixler, you can change that album art there, but that's local. That's specific to them, right? Yeah. So I could have a main podcast feed artwork and then I, every show could have a, its own different audio boom would be another one of those where I could have a different uh, piece of album art for every show. I was kind of wondering in the RSS feed, I'll have to test that a little bit. In the RSS feed specific, can you manipulate that through the ID3 tags and who who is picking up that album art out of Because I use the same album art for everything. So yeah. if, for everything I submit, plus every show, I use the same album artwork. It's just simpler that way, but there are podcasts, um, there's content, and there's people who are doing podcasts where it's appropriate to have a different piece of album art per show. So that, that's an interesting way of doing it as well. Well, have you seen the new Mixler? The new Mixler well, app? I, I read about it. I just saw it and clicked on it. I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool. Like... Five people are listening on Mixler. I'm not sure how many are listening on Spreaker, but it shows a timer now, and it has a big button that says chat. And yeah, the chat. And, and their, the chat, big... their chat is really cool now. It, it is very good. It, and I'm like going, just when we switched to chat wing, I'm like, okay. <laughs> because I can see. <laughs> who, who was down this morning, by the way, when we first. Yeah, I saw. First... I see Jim and Mike and, and Ronald and Ryan are in the Mixler chat while we're using the uh, – the chat. Yeah, they, that's a brand new feature they just added to Mixler a week yeah. ago. 
so. um, the, the chat. And then they also have increased or they've, um, they've given you more control now of the title and the category and the sharing features while you're live. So that's, you know, with some of these services, once you start, you can't change anything. Uh, and Mixler is trying to get it where you can kind of mix it up a, a, as you go. So, they, man, it seems like it's an arms race between Spreaker and Mixler, which is awesome, right? That's what we want. We want these guys fighting for our, you know, fighting for our business. Yeah. Hey, um, ending, we have another caller. This is fun. It's so much more fun yeah. when we have callers. Ending in 4790, you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hi, I guess you mean me. This is Barbara Phillips. Hey, how are you? And my fine. How are you? Good. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You were I interrupted you. You were telling us about your podcast. Continue on. Well, oh, my podcast is Sage Clinician. Plus, I have another one coming up. But I have a question, and I put it in the chat box, and I'd call in anyway. Good. I am. <laughs> I'm considering changing my format. Um, that I'm using either Google or someone mentioned I could do this with Skype, but so I could also have a video as well as the audio. And I was wondering about best practices or what might be better. Someone else said I should do it. I wasn't even thinking of it live. So um, thoughts. Okay. So the question is, boil that down to me again. I was, so you want to do a video and an audio and live, but you're not sure. What's no, no, no. I, well, what my thought was after Hangouts, I thought, well, this is great. I could do um, my podcast on a Hangout and then have the audio portion, strip out the audio, and then also have a video. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was wondering about best practices in that. Someone else, I don't remember who in the chat, also said I could do the same thing on Skype. And someone else said I should just do it live. So what well, are your thoughts? Barbara, you started that conversation in chat by saying you wanted to do video and audio, but not necessarily be live on a Hangout, right? And the Hangout feature is required. You have to, you do have to go live to get all those video and audio pieces recorded for you. But the, there's a little secret in there and that you don't necessarily have to do it, invite the public to it. So while you're live on a Google Plus Hangout, there's probably now two or 300 Hangouts going on at any given time. And the chance of someone randomly finding your Hangout uh, that's, that's there is probably pretty small. So what I do for Gallup, when I want to do interviews and I don't necessarily want to make them live, public live, I just in, I have another Google account. I just invite that account to the Hangout. That's it. That's the only thing I invite to it. Now, is it public? It is. But again, in the in the uh, YouTube sphere, I just made that up. In the YouTube sphere that's out there, the chances of someone actually stumbling across that because I didn't invite anybody else but me to it are pretty small at that point. So, if you want to do, if you want to take advantage of the Hangout with the function of recording your audio and video and stripping the audio out later to do that, but you're kind of, you don't want to advertise it. You could do it that way. And that would, that would be a good way to get it out there. And then I wouldn't be afraid of live. I mean, record everything with mistakes and everything else. And you can always edit that in your podcast later. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean it has to be live. Like everything has to go out that way. So when I say go live or go home, I just mean, you know, live is fun from that perspective. And you might as well take advantage of everything that's out there. But um, don't feel like you have to take the live version itself and publish that. You can pull it all down as soon as you're done, make everything private, which is what I do. So go over to the YouTube creator page, take that video, turn it private instantly. Then no one can see it at that point. And, uh, and you've got yourself, your audio and your video. You can mess with Skype, but it's just messy right now. I mean, you could use Ustream to record the video and the audio, but why do two services when you can just get one? Does that make sense? Well, it makes, yes, it makes perfect sense. And in terms of, of the, because I hadn't even considered Skype just because of some issues I've had. But with the um, Hangout, I send Hangouts where they are all always private, and then I can just share the link with whomever I want to. So that's why I was thinking that that would be a good way to do it and edit it on it too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it's still the easiest. I think it, Hangouts are still the easiest way to get these things done. And it's just an all-in-one service. And there's a lot of things you can do with it afterwards. So that would be that would be my recommendation for you. I wouldn't shy away from it at all. Yeah, I, I use it as it's a great backup. Like today, I for the second week in a row, I forgot to hit record on my recorder. And, and here's the little voice in my head. 
I need to start because I looked over and I saw I hadn't hit play and I go, oh, I'll, I'll hit record right when I get done doing this. No, I need to hit record as soon as I before. As soon as I see Jim, I should hit record. But so I missed like the first, I don't know, 18 seconds of the show today. Like you're going to miss me going ask the podcast coach in the music. Um, you know, it's on YouTube. YouTube got it. So, you know, I can always go back and pull it off of that and then mix it in with that. So it, it is nice to have that backup. I actually use the audio. I record the audio live because it just sounds a little better. YouTube um, compresses the heck out of it. They do. They, that's the one drawback is yeah. they really do compress the, the audio. It's not as good as Skype audio right now. So Skype has moved everything onto Azure and Skype audio right now is the best audio that's out there. It is crisp and clear. It is like they are there. If you're going to do audio only, I say skip Hangouts altogether and you don't want to go live, you got to be on Skype right now. It is dynamite in what they're doing. All the podcast consulting that I do, I do on Skype just because the audio is so good. If you want the video and you want it together, kind of Hangouts is where, is where you got to kind of go. Gotta go. Yeah, I haven't tested with it yet. I just, uh, and this kind of ties in with this, I started using Pamela for Windows because if, um, and, and this is what kills me. For nine years, I've been recommending Power Grammo, and they've basically just walked away. No, that, that their website's up. They have a support line and things like that. But I started using Pamela, and Pamela allows you to record the video. There's some things you need to go in there, and because oh, their frame rate, I did not know that. Well, their frame rate is set to eight frames per minute, which is not good. But you can bump it up to thirty. I just haven't, you know, I to me, I, why do I want to record a video? So I haven't done it yet. But that might be a way to to go i just haven't played with and it and it just doesn't broadcast so if you if, yeah. if you don't if you're not worried about that it'd be great barbara does that answer your question does that help at all well so what i'm what i do here is record also on i've got a, a zoom h5 yes and so record the audio on that one for the audio podcasting and then just have the video if i want to have the up there yes. i'm just saying yeah, there's different ways to bring in different yeah, it's just, yep. it's yep. nice to have a backup or in the event that at the end of the show, you just lose contact with your video and which has happened twice now for me. Uh, my audio has been fine because, you know, I have uh, I actually rebooted today for the record, but it's nice just to have a backup. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks for calling in. And uh, coming up next. Wow. They just they're just streaming in here. So I, I want to defend Skype a little bit here because you kind of made it sound like it's complicated and it's actually really, really easy to use. <coughs> I use, uh, I actually just downloaded the new Skype 7. It looks great. I haven't, I haven't started using it yet, but I use Skype and uh, Ecamm's Call Recorder. And along with Call Recorder, you actually get this um, set of software called Movie Tools. So you can... It automatically starts recording your calls. You can set it up so it automatically starts recording any Skype call that you have. So I've done 30 shows on Skype. And now I've only used it with one other person on the, on the actual Skype call. So if you have more than one guest, you might you know, want to go into the Hangout mode. But the Skype itself will then... <clears throat> you take the file and you can actually split out both sides of the video... You can split out both sides of the audio and then you can separate the video from the audio track too. So you actually can manipulate it at that point any way you like. And so I, I use it that way and it's, it's super, super simple to use. So okay. I got to defend it. I have to defend it a little yeah. bit, Jim. No, it's good. No, and I'm glad you did. I, I, when we were trying to bring you in, I still think Skype is the only way to go if you're going to do audio only. It is, and you don't want to broadcast. It is just dynamite. I mean, the, some of the best sounding audio I'm getting right now is on Skype. So mm -hmm. that's my recommendation for audio podcasters. If they're only going to do audio, it's great. I haven't had a lot of luck with the video. So maybe I need to come back to it. I just, I've gotten pretty lazy on Google Hangouts and I haven't yeah. looked at Skype for, we were in the other day, Mike Howard and I were in there the other day messing around with it. He's trying to go completely Skype on his podcast using vMix. No, Mike, I know I got that wrong. Put it in chat, Mike Howard, whatever yeah, that video. That. Is it vMix? Does that sound right? Right. Well, maybe you don't know. I so, don't know. Oh, yeah, there we go. So for his broadcast, so he's using Skype and he's broadcasting it. Uh, he'll put it here in chat in just a second because I know he's listening. But um, that's how he's doing his broadcast. I for most, for most um, 
uh, inexperienced or you're, you're trying video for the first time, I still recommend Hangouts just because it's so simple. They take care of all the steps for you. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Later we'll- this is a great look for you, though, by the way. It this is. is that's a dynamite look. <laughs> Yeah, I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to the must the the Movember mustache for a little bit longer, and I'm gonna kind of cool, grow out the it, little is when Marin's you, patch. When you look up and then put your head back, it looks like you're bald. It's cool because <laughs> we can't see your hair. It's awesome. I have I have been bald before. I have shaved my head before. You have gone all the way. That's all I had for you. But you yeah. know, I you know, I I want to let you know that Skype's super easy. And Barbara, if you have questions. You can email me. These guys know how to get a hold of me. Anyway, have a great day, guys. Happy thanks, Thanksgiving. Hey, and by the way, Jim, I will. Uh, when we do our interview, it'll be over Skype. Okay, sounds good. So, <laughs> hey, don't right. get me wrong. I'm not anti-Skype, right? I'm not. No, no, I know, I know. All right, but, uh, sounds good. We'll, we'll be able to do it, and then that way you can kind of get a taste of it and see if you like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just can't broadcast with it. That's my that's my one hang-up, and I do everything live. So hopefully yeah. it would be great if they come up with a broadcast platform for it or an integrated broadcast platform for it. And uh, maybe it's coming. Maybe maybe yeah. that's what they'll with, – with the link, you know, the other side of Skype, right, the enterprise side of Skype with link, they also have an easy one-click record, and it records audio and video – it's dynamite. It works great. I'd love to see that feature come to to Skype and just have it built in. Sweet. Hey, you guys have a great day. Okay. All right, Ryan. Good seeing you, man. Hey, thanks for the turkey talk. Later. <laughs> thanks. I have found this out that I have to let Ryan let himself out because if you eject somebody, like if you say remove, yeah. they cannot get back in. I did that once. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like booted for good. Yeah. It's like I did that once on, uh, we did a podcast review show and we were, our guest was in Germany and he was just having all sorts of problems. And I'm like, he like froze forever. And I'm like, hold on, let me just get him out of here. And he was, yeah. he was saying he was trying to get back in. All of a sudden it's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, it says I, I, I forget what the message was, but it was like, because I had ejected him. It was like, yeah, you're not, you're not getting back in. So Mike Howard makes a great point. Skype uses a lot less bandwidth than CPU uh, on your, uh, on your computer. So a hangout is just incredibly taxing on your computer, especially with these C920s, that combination together. I mean, if you're not on a core i5 or a core i7 on the Intel side, you are going to struggle. I mean, your, your PC is going to go hundred percent. So the Hangouts have gotten really inefficient, and the video and audio quality we've talked about is not as great. You jump on Skype, and you get, right now, again, Mike and I were testing this the other day, and I could not believe how good the video was and how good the audio was with this one-to-one communication we're having with each other. And I thought, oh, man, I got to get this done. And he is so working me to buy vMix, cheaper than Wirecast or some of those other ones that those uh, other pieces of software plugs right into Google Live, so or I'm, I'm sorry, YouTube Live, so you can use it as your broadcaster. I'm just, hmm, I'm still not convinced yet. I'm ready to make that jump uh, to switch to a new, you know, to a whole a new, new platform. platform. It is, yeah, it is a problem. I mean, as we speak, um, Crier Flyer, we are over at AskThePodcastCoach.com/live because he's in the chat room at Spreaker. So the more time oh. you, you change a platform, the more time you gotta you gotta herd everybody yeah. back to uh, to that. So and that's Michael Ray. He's he's yeah. an Omaha guy. He's the one who called in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he actually had a question. Call on in, uh, Michael. The number, of course, is uh, as he said, trying to figure out which knob is the knob to turn. Eight four five two six two two four zero one. Eight four five two six two two four zero one. Open phone line. So. The, the Spreaker chat is the only one I'm not following right now. Well, I, I had it clicked up and I saw him pop in and I was like, you know, and I've got the, the Mixler chat going behind the scenes here. And um, yeah, so that's the problem when we keep changing formats. You know, that's what we have been doing better. Just telling people go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live and whatever we're using, that's where it is. Yeah, well, that's the. I think that's the the best practice is to find that solid live page, and I think we've all kind of landed on domain slash live. Yeah, as as what you want to do. A buddy of mine, Dave McCabe, over at the Home Server Show and and SurfaceGeeks.net, he likes. He has a, a his own domain called. Uh, he like go. I think it's a Bitly. So it's. Mm-hmm. 
uh, bit.ly slash go live now or something like that. That's easier to remember a little bit. So that's if you do a lot of live stuff or if you have a network and you've got a lot of live shows, that might be purchased a domain that is easier to remember. I think Hover has a XYZ domains. Who would, seriously, who would buy an XYZ domain, right? <laughs> Even if it's $9 right now or whatever, yeah. why would you buy my, you know, my site.xyz? I, I don't get that. Do you, you see any value in going with some of the weirder no, domains? No, there's right all now? sorts of weird, you know, blah, 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 dot coffee, dot, dot, whatever. That's all these weird. I'm like, I'm a big fan of dot com, you know? So, yeah. Got to have a home. So um, the other thing, let me see. We have any, nope, no callers. Um, we're talking about this before we hit record. It's kind of a story, but not much of a story. Um, mm. Was the whole uh, podcast one, which of course is the one from uh, Norm from uh, Westwood One. And uh, our good friend Rob Greenlee is over there now. They pulled all their shows off of Spreaker. And if you go to, I always forget the domain. Is it Podcaster News? Yeah, podcasternews.com. They have an interview over there. And um, in a nutshell, it sounds like uh, Podcast One said, look, if you're going to put ads on our show, you have to pull them or give us a cut. And they didn't, and Podcast One did. And I'm like, okay. And then you you pointed out something really interesting in that interview that Podcast One was in talks to possibly buy Spreaker Mm-hmm. And maybe this is a little more of a, well, if you're not going to let us buy you, then, you know. Yeah, if you're not going to take our offer, I'm sure, you know, when things were going kind of stale at, at Spreaker, they began to court, court a few mm-hmm. purchasers. And it looks sounds like Podcast One was one of those. And then when they didn't take their offer and they went with Deezer. Bow, bow, bow. The, uh, I just love to say Deezer. That is going to be so much fun for like Deezer. the next decade. Yes. Um, but when they, when they didn't take their offer, it sounds like there was maybe a little bad blood there. Well, fine. And, you know, uh, Stitcher just grabs the, the, you know, the RSS feed. So they, I think they asked them to stop using the RSS feeds as opposed to pulling up. Cause there's not, you're, you're not on Stitcher, right? It's pulling your, right. RSS feed and pulling that one video, that one audio piece in. So I don't know. It's, it, it, it sounds like a little bad blood there. Those guys at podcast one are pretty aggressive. Yeah. Norm seems to be, you know, leading the charge. And, uh, oh, I think I was saying, I think I was saying Spreaker. We're talking about Stitcher, Stitcher. not Spreaker. Yes. Sorry. My, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, I love the little dig in the interview where Norm says, um, okay, no, uh, Bill Conrad, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Where's he at? He's in the Spreaker chat room. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. That reminds me, I need to say that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, unfortunately, I have it in the chat room. It says askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, uh, which I will type again. But yeah, it, it sounds to me like, uh, you know, to me, it's like I said, it's not, I don't know if it's, it doesn't really affect me. The only thing I wondered is, does this make Spreaker look bad? Because it was interesting, he says, "Yeah, we pulled our stuff from Spreaker, and it hasn't really affected our numbers." No, Stitcher. Did I say Spreaker again? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I think I have you saying that now. Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was an interesting little uh, story that uh, I was like, "Well, that's that's kind of interesting." And um, where is Chris? Is in the um, Chris Nessie is in the chat room, and I should remember his show um something about ed tech oh it's gonna drive me crazy um but he's he found a new service to play with that jim you might like um wait a minute we have a call coming in yes we do ending in there we go ending in one six seven nine uh what's your name and uh what's your question you're on with dave and jim well good morning guys it's michael Kroos with the home and garden radio how are you radio show podcast I'm good. I, I have something to report to you. All right. And I, this is my, as I am experimenting through this thing, I have the radio show, the Home and Garden radio show, which is currently heard on, I just counted it up, 29 radio stations across the country on the radio network that I'm in. And I just was wondering a few weeks ago what kind of audience I have since the show airs at four o'clock in the morning on the Eastern time zone and one o'clock in the morning out in California. 
So I, my brother gave me a whole bunch of stuff. My brother used to be an Amazon seller. He imported stuff from China and was doing quite well with it, but he's well off. He decided he just got tired of it. So he came over to my house and dropped boxes and boxes of stuff over here. So I, you know, I was going to sell it on Amazon, but I'm too busy and my son didn't want to do it. And so anyway, I went on my radio show and I, I always podcast my radio show, but this week I didn't. I very specifically made it simply a radio show. And I said, okay, I got all this free stuff. And it's really good free stuff too, by the way, you know, charm bracelets that sell on Amazon for $9, uh, a bunch of electronic stuff. I'm just a bunch of stuff. And I listed all of that. I said, if you want it, you go to my website, there's my email address, request it. It's yours. I will send it to you free of charge. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just, just right. do this and it's yours. I'm sending it off. And, you know, now years ago, understand years ago when the radio show was on just under 300 stations, I used to give away a newsletter about diatomaceous earth. And in order to get that newsletter, this was before there was an internet, by the way, you had to send a self-addressed stamped envelope right. to the network. And it was a long address. It wasn't a post office box. And around, oh gosh, 4,000 people a week used to do that. Okay. So I was sitting here prepared, but I said, by the way, I got up and I, I cut it off. I said, I got 150 things. Okay. I'll send. So, so what kind I was of very surprised. That, what kind of response? Well, here's, did you the, here's the fun part. Five people, five stinking people. Okay. So the next week, the next week, I didn't do it on the radio show, but I made a segment on the podcast by itself. Cause I just, I'm, if you're listening on the podcast, Get the free stuff. All you do is go to the website, blah, blah, blah. Guess how many? And by the way, uh, by the way, I will state that I only kept that podcast up for two days. I kept it up for two days. I had something like 29 people nice. off the podcast as opposed to five off the radio. Now, understand, I don't promote this podcast at all. As a matter of fact, I've, I'm now ending the podcast. I'm retooling it, and it's going to come out under a different name. Uh, after the first of the year, but you, you know, and I'm changing the way radio is done. I'm changing. Every, I'm putting all of the emphasis towards the podcast, the radio right now, the podcast is a byproduct of the radio show. After the first of the year, the radio show will be a byproduct of the podcast. There you go. So everything, everything is changing. I get more response. I get more emails. I get more everything off of a podcast that I do zero promotion for. So after the first I got promoting the new podcast <clears throat> and I will, you know, and the radio show will just be there. I will ship it off to the network. It's just there. But the emphasis is going to be on the podcast. Podcasting, my friends, is the way of the future. There you go. And yeah. by the way, the future, by, by the way, the future is here. Yeah. And where can we, speaking of your podcast, where can we find it? Well, the old podcast, which I'm not going to do anymore, is homeandgardenradio.com. Yeah. The new one, which will start after the first of the year, is going to be askthegardengeek.com, which go. is not set up yet. And they're going to be nine minute. They're going to be nine minute, five day a week, where people can call in, <clears throat> actually using SpeakPipe yep. on the website. They can pop in questions and I'm going to do four questions, five questions a week. And, uh, I'm going to promote that. And then I will edit that into a one hour show that will get shipped up to the network, uh, for the weekends. Beautiful. Well, thank you for the insights. That's very, very cool. I, so pod, podcasting is here. It's the way of the future and it, the future is now. And I really enjoy your show very much. Well, thank you much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in, Michael. Have a great day. Yep. Take care. All right. Take care. That's always good to hear. It's good to hear that. It's, you know, yeah. It's fun. Like when the the numbers back up the facts, you know, or or vice (laughs) versa, you know, it's like, I've been saying stuff. Um, Jay Moore, who, um, you know, gets hundreds of thousands of downloads being a comedian, actor, radio guy. Now, um, you know, he will say he, he, there was a, a thing where he was, um, interviewing now the late, great uh, Patrice O'Neill comedian who died from complications from diabetes. And um, he had Patrice on his show and he said he was doing, all, you know, he was going around doing comedy in all these clubs and all his opening acts were like, you want to be on my podcast? You want to be on my podcast? And um, he said it was, so he 
finally he was like, what's a podcast? And he, he said he started one and then all of a sudden he just noticed that the clubs are getting fuller and fuller when he, at different places he played. And he said, yeah, man, he goes, uh, you know, he started off with uh, Kevin Smith from, um, Oh, Jay and Silent Bob and that whole nine yards. And then he started his own network, but he said, yeah, podcasting is now. And that was uh, a couple years ago. So we've been talking about Mediafire a little bit in the last couple months. Just I, I tried their service out in the summer. I actually moved my, uh, my video small and video large RSS feed to Media, Mediafire. They're, they're uh, uh, hosting that. And uh, $24 a year. Yeah, that's $24 a year. One terabyte of storage. 10 terabytes of bandwidth each month. And they have these cool rollover terabytes. <laughs> what it is, if you don't use your 10 terabytes, they roll into the, in kind of to a mass a storage amount for the, for the next month or for, for whatever. You are I think now right now I've stored up money. about 40 terabytes of, uh, of bandwidth that's out there, which is pretty good. That's a lot of stuff. Daniel and I have been going back and forth. He checked them out and uh, realized they're about a fourth or a fifth of the price of Glacier storage at $24 a year if you were going to use them for Glacier. Um, there's been some debate whether it'd be great to use for your actual podcast RSS feeds like I do, whether you put your MP3s out there or you, in my case, I put MP4s out there and serve the video through them. And have had not had any problems with them, Dave. I know you were you were a little questionable on them uh, from that standpoint. Maybe just a, a little bit. Their stats are a little like I'm not sure. They're not great. No. Yeah. And I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they're how, not great because it's, it's saying, download only. Yeah, and it's it's like I will yeah. show that I have stats, and then I'll go back like two weeks later, and it says I've had no downloads of that. So I almost want to. That makes me think there's a a time element somewhere that I need to say no. Look something. At, yeah. Yeah. And all you get is downloads. And if you want to buy business level stats, right, if you want to get the stats you get at Lipson, you're going to pay for those. And I I don't know what the exact price is at this point. But if you're looking for kind of a basic entry level place to store your data and maybe serve up some some files, I would say if you got super popular, this may not be the best because it's not unlimited. It doesn't pass your test, Dave. Although when I talk with Derek over there, he's like, look, if you're having that kind of if you're having that kind of a success, just call us. We'll work a deal out with you to yeah. make it to make it work in your favor. He was very, very open about that. We interviewed the CEO of that. If you go over to the averageguy.tv and in search box, just type in Mediafire and look for the, the CEO interview we did with them. Somebody asked me in chat, do I recommend them? I'm hesitant to recommend anything anymore just because of the way people are. But that being said, I've I've had good success with it. I like them. I've loaded about 25 uh, 25 gig or so worth of audio and video on there. It's not a lot yet. I've, I've recently I've been moving all of my, you know, all of my back stuff there just to kind of have another place to keep it and to store it. I would give them a serious look. They the the benefits of this is they're not using someone else for their storage. So they're not using Amazon for their storage. So they have their own data centers built down in Texas that they've already bought and paid for. And so how can they offer it for 24 bucks? Well, they've got an infrastructure that's pretty much theirs. And um, so an interesting mediafire.com. I have an affiliate link, but it just gets you a gig and it's not that big of a deal. So just go out there and sign up if you're thinking about it. They've give it the free trial. I think you get, I don't know, 10 gig for free or something like that if, uh, if you get to get started, to get you started. It's worth looking at, especially for the podcaster on a budget. That's one of those, we hear that all the time. I want a podcast, but I don't want to pay for it. Well, this is one of those things for 24 bucks a year, you could get it. Is it the best way to go? Well, maybe not in the long run yeah. if you're going to get big and popular, but I think for the average podcaster, it's worth a look. Yeah. And that's, I, I've heard some people say, well, use them and then, you know, use the blueberry free stats. And I'm like, okay, really? We're, we're not going to spend five bucks for the extra stats on blueberry. Come on. Let's support some folks. Um, I did. Yeah. So well, Ryan says he's not sure what he'd use it for. Would it be beneficial just to have it as an external drive? Well, absolutely. It's yeah. another cloud storage. For me, you know, one terabyte is ba- for most people is basically unlimited storage, right? I mean, most people don't have a terabyte of data. So for 24 bucks a year, a place to put it, yeah. But you can get that other places too. I mean, you can, Microsoft's offering unlimited storage through Office 365 subscriptions. Google has got some very cheap storage uh, as well. So there are other places. Dropbox just came out with a pretty good plan. So there's other places. I'm. This is just, they asked me about this in chat. So this is why I'm bringing it back up. Well, another, uh, I know how you like to play with different places. This is kind of a yeah. SoundCloud meets, I'm not sure what it is. It's called audiomac.com. Um, 
Chris MAC Audio Mac MAC. Let's see M A C K. Oh M A C K. And uh, Chris from oh, and he put it in the. You know, I hate the fact that the chat room scrolls. Let me find Chris's website. Oh, Audio Mac. This looks a lot like Mixcloud. Yes. And a lot like Mixcloud. In fact, it's like a ripoff of Mixcloud, or they're ripping each other off, one of the two. Yeah, it's uh oh doggone it. The chat room is great. I love the chat room. I know Chris put his website in here somewhere. Chris put it in your website in the chat room again. Or just call in and tell us what you think of the service. That would work again. That number is 845-262-2401. Again, 845-262-2401. And uh, that's open for anybody. But uh, Chris has been playing with it, told me about it. I went over, looked at it, and was like, hmm, this might be interesting. Because, it's again, it's another, like, free, you know, it's, it's geared towards music. So when I saw it, I was like, all right, so are they doing a SoundCloud kind of thing where they're trying to pull, you know, talking people into a – because when I went over, it was just nothing but music and uh, a lot of hip-hop kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't get it. And then he showed me his page. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, it looks like something you could do, which is at audiomac.com slash artist slash um, M-R-N-E-S-I. Um, and I'm copying that so I can put that in the show notes. Dave, the advantage to these new services that are popping up, I, I mentioned Mixcloud, Audiomac. I haven't looked at the terms and services, but many of them have worked out or they're trying to work out music deals. Yeah. And so you can mix your music together, do it legally, and then post these mixes. Um, and the, the advantage to that, we get this question all the time, I want to do music in my podcast. And if you are just dead set on doing music, you might want to start looking into these kinds of services. Now, you can't, if you put music in your podcast and you put it on YouTube, it's going to get, oh, <laughs> it's going to get blocked, gonna right? Get you know that's going to happen. Besides that, there are really very few services that have music police in them, right? Yeah. Let's just be honest. You can pro- you can do it and get away with it if you want to. The chances are it's just a risk. Are you going to get caught at that point, right? Is somebody going to come back to you when you get popular? So, some of these services, Mixcloud, Audio Mac, might be an answer to some of that if you want to do music. I know we have a caller. Yeah, ending in 9361, you're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hey, Dave and Jim, it's Chris from House of EdTech. Cool, yes. And what is your website? I've been trying to, I know, like, it's EdTech something. What, what's your website? It's uh, chrisnessie.com, N-E-S-I. There you go, cool. So, yeah, you started playing with Audio Mac. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I, I, uh, as a fan of the School of Podcasting, I found in the last couple of weeks that it doesn't pass your test. It messes with your file, as you say. Ah. But, but it is a nice place to, uh, it, I mean, it's free. I can upload my episodes and, you know, push the artwork. It puts a player that's embeddable. Um, so it, it may just be another option to, you know, put your podcast to, you know, send people to, to listen and be able to download your stuff. The only problem is, uh, it does strip the uh, the tags out of it. That's what I found out. Well, it's, you know, it's, I know Jim used to be, because it, it doesn't take long to upload an episode, especially if you've already got your show notes to just copy and paste. And I know Jim used to go around and populate a bunch of different places and he'd get. I still do. Still do. And you get. I like, still do. I have a whole list. Yeah. I've just, I go out and put them in there and then try to create communities around a mixed cloud being one of those recently. That I've started friending people, and they're friend. I've got sixty-five or seventy followers now on Mixcloud. Now that's not translating to listens yet, but you never know, right? I I didn't know about Audio Boom when I first started Audio Boom. I just got a handful of listens. All of a sudden, Dave, I had one hit a thousand last week, right? I, I, I yeah. don't know if I mentioned that on the show or not, yeah. but so you never know where you're gonna. You never know where you're gonna find an audience. You never know where you're gonna get popular. I think if it's working for you, Chris, is it? What kind of numbers do you get out of that, or what are you seeing? Well, I've only been doing it for my two most recent episodes on my podcast is bi-weekly. Um, so in the last month, I okay. put up my last two and, you know, single digit hits on each one just to like, yeah. like people are looking at them. Yeah. Um, but, but like you said, you make a great point about it. it's an opportunity to build community. It's another place you can point people to to find your content, which is important. And, you know, if it don't cost you nothing but, you know, three minutes to upload a file, I'll, you know. That's where it's like, all right, would I do this for 10 people to 
take three minutes. Sure, why not? It's that's why I have SoundCloud. I get single digit hits on almost every single thing I put at SoundCloud because I don't promote it much. I have links to it on my website and things like that. But you know, I want people to come to my website, not SoundCloud. But if people are over there and they want to find me, maybe they might find me and and come over and uh, and check it out. So yeah, those kind of communities, they they they. Uh they really work on pulling people together. You know, this following and follower and you can, if you go, so what I do is I try not to do it all at once, but while I'm uploading my podcast and I have a few minutes, I'll go out and follow a few people, you know, just follow some, and then you get emails when stuff is going live and you go out and follow them. So just in between the times I'm going out and trying to find followers who I think might be interested in my podcast. And like I said, you never know when it's going to hit something or they're going to promote it in some way on their front page or whatever. And you may pick up, uh, I think if we polled my audience and asked them where they found me, I think the majority of them would say, oh, they found me from the home server show, which was what I was originally did. But I think on the fringe would be these people who found me through Audio Boom or found me through Podomatic or found me through SoundCloud or some of those where you just kind of throw them out there and hope they run into a few people, you know? And if you want to spend the time, it it takes, it's another half an hour for me to upload to all those places, right? I'm not saying it's easy or I recommend it, but that's what I do. Chris, anything else? Um, No, happy Thanksgiving and uh, thank you for everything you guys do. It's always a pleasure to listen in. Thanks, Chris. Have a good one. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to sign up for this today. So nice to have a four-day weekend here in the United States uh, anyway yeah. with Thanksgiving, and I took Friday off, which was great. And so it's really weird because it's Saturday, but it doesn't feel... If, no, if, it doesn't. And Sunday's going to be like, like what? I don't have to go, go back to work yet? What, what's going know, on with that? I know. It's great. I got a whole day to goof around. I've been messing with server and storage here locally and uh, here at the house, uh, building a, another... St- my my Windows home server is getting a little long in the tooth, and it's storing all my podcast files right now. And I'm thinking, well, it's probably time to start building the next version of it. So I spent a lot of time pulling hard drives out of out of stuff this weekend and messing around with different configurations and how am I going to set it up and what do I want to do? Loaded up the Drobo with some new hard drives and I took it from about one and a half terabytes of storage to four, which is really nice. Just pulling drives out, putting drives back in and bam, you got some local storage that just works for you. So it's kind of fun. And it's fun just to say Drobo. Drobo is fun. It's a fun, I, I just love the simplicity of it. Everybody's got their opinion. If you've had one and it didn't work well for you, you hate it. If you've had one and it worked well for you, you love it. There's nobody in between. <laughs> you know, what's interesting. It's what I love about this show is the chat room. And I, I, I don't, I can't watch the chat room a lot, but I love when you look over and you see something that makes no sense at all. Like, mm-hmm. like Joe Taylor said, must most mean in the Dudley Moore sense. And I'm like, Dudley, what are they talking about in the chat room? Oh, I think they're talking about comf- the comfort of a cha- of an office chair. So somebody had, and I don't, I think, somebody had asked the question, like, what, you know, what's a good chair to use when you're sitting doing podcasting? Because I, I've known people who've used metal folding chairs, not saying any names, Mike Howard. But, Ouch. you know, you're like, yeah, uh, could, could you imagine sitting for hours on a metal folding chair? Somehow no. he did that for a while. I think he still might be doing that. I have a... To be honest. I have a, uh, I think I spent, oh, it was over a hundred bucks for this chair. And I know that the way I end up sitting, like I'm always sitting like half cocked and twisted and stuff like that, that I have to get up, move around. In fact, there was a time when I, um, I didn't teach hardly at all. Like I taught from home for like two weeks straight where I was just sitting in this chair for hours, like, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. And my left leg was killing me. And it had something to do with the way I was sitting and, and things like that. So, yeah, if you're going to be sitting in a chair, uh, get a good one. Cause, well, and you might want something with ventilation because yeah. if you sit on a leather chair, of course, oh, yeah. that, you know, and you're, I, I find sometimes, especially with the lights that I have up here, that creates a little bit of heat and I'll get pretty warm. And so I got to turn a fan on and, you know, you got to do some things to kind of keep the air flowing in here. And That's if right. you're going to be sitting down for an hour long podcast, you'll probably sit for two hours, right? Because mm-hmm. you start a half an hour in advance, you go a half hour afterwards. And so, um, uh, you, you know, you want to get something comfortable. Mike says he hates that folding chair that he's sitting on. Well, Mike, get a new office chair, yeah. man. It's Christmas time. Go buy yourself a, 
a new nice. I, I think the one I got right now is a $99 special at Office Depot, you know, one of the big box stores here in the United States. They run those oh, once a quarter or so, and you can get it's cloth, not leather. It's it's got some breathable material. Um, but the one I have at at work, which is probably a $300 chair, has a mesh back, which is really nice. Although I find I don't ever sit in that when I'm podcasting, I don't ever sit back like this. I'm always kind of on the edge of my seat, you know, leaning forward into the microphone. Yeah. So the, that part doesn't benefit me that much when I'm, uh, when I'm podcasting. Yep. I know, uh, Barbara in the chat room says a lot of people stand. I always hear that's better for your breathing and, and your I'd like to go breathing. to standing. Yeah. I, I thought long and hard about doing it this weekend of building a new, a new desk. That's well, a standing desk. Well, I've seen like this, uh, this arm, is as I look at behind it is a little, you know, you, you have a clamp that fits on your desk and I've seen where they'll make like extensions that are like three feet tall and that would allow you to then stand up. That would be actually kind of cool. I'd have to redo the whole camera setup here, but, um, I did pick up yesterday. Radio Shack was running a deal on 16 gig flash drives, which are a handy for, especially if you're moving audio around from place mm -hmm. to place, you want to put it 16 gig is, will take just about anything. I mean, even some of your biggest video files will fit on this flash drive, five bucks. So they're running a black Friday. I think it's going throughout the weekend, but little, uh, it's verbatim or no right. sand disc. Did they shack 16 you? gig. Did they shack uh, they, they shacked me with some free gloves. That was sweet. They were like, hey, you're one of the first 50. <laughs> Here's how bad it is at Radio Shack right now. I went in at 3 in the afternoon, and I was one of the first 50 still to go to the store on Black Friday. He's like, hey, since you're one of the first 50 in our store, pick a pair of gloves. And uh, I'm, they're, they're supposed to be those kind that work you know, on phones when oh, you, you okay. get the gloves on kind of deal. And they were like 10 bucks, whatever. Um, they probably cost them a nickel because they're made in China. But right. It's, uh, uh, that was, that's the sad state that Radio Shack is today, but the store and somebody was actually buying a phone in the store, which there I couldn't go. believe nobody buys phones at Radio Shack. So anytime I go in there, it's, it's people who, oh, what's the word? They're uninformed on phones, you know, and yeah. they're, they're usually, their hair is whiter than mine. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Radio Shack is the I'm on vacation and I forgot to bring my cable store. That's right. It. And so you, you find the local Radio Shack and for me, it's super close. Yeah, I uh, went there uh, last Monday for the Cleveland Podcasters meetup, forgot a cable. I was like, oh, crap. Ah, that's like, hey, the shack's right down the street. And what's really weird is they were closed at like 3 o'clock. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't know what they're – it's weird. I think it might have been a power – there was a power outage Monday here. It was really windy and things like that. But, uh, hey, we should probably – I don't know. Are we sticking around today? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's holiday. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll pretend to end the show. A um, little, little post show, even, maybe. Even though we're not. Um, but uh, yeah, we are here every Saturday. Um, what you know? Let's do that while we're looking here. Let's 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 plan our Christmas. I don't know what Christmas falls on. Christmas is on a Thursday, so yeah, we'll be there. Uh, we'll be here before and after Christmas. Yeah, and good. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that in post show. We'll talk about what Santa. I saw people in the chat room saying, "This is what I want for Christmas. I want a boom arm." And. Uh, you know, I need a new mixer. <laughs> I'd like 10,000 listeners. Santa, could you just bring me 10,000 listeners? That's all I need. 10,000 listeners. That's all, that's all I need. That's, that's it. all I need. Or 5,000 so I can have Audible sponsor me. And it's weird because I'm laughing because my video is starting to, to freeze up. No. Yeah, I'm like. No, I, it's I, not going to happen again. <laughs> What's going on? I need to start closing all things Chrome. I'm starting to see that's, I think, part of the reason. Yeah, I am. I'm freezing up on my side. I don't know what's going on. I won't well, be. it was nice talking to you, Dave. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something about it's the music. It cues my computer to to do something. I, I bet maybe it is the music. Yeah, it's it's somehow it's it's Google. They're listening to that, going, is that is that royalty free or not? But uh, Jim, where can everybody find you at? TheAverageGuy.tv. There you go, and uh, you can find me at School of Podcasting dot com. Uh, this week's show, I'll be interviewing. The lovely Kate Erickson, better known as the behind-the-scenes person and second half of John Lee Dumas. Um, and uh, we got we asked her a little bit about what's going on and her thoughts on promoting the show and all their success. So that is coming up this week on the School of Podcasting. Thanks to everybody in the chat. And um, we'll keep all the uh, systems running that we have going here. Um, do I stop the video? Yes, I do stop the video. So we'll see you next week. I'm out of music. <laughs>